Good afternoon and welcome to NFTs Live. I'm your host, Tyler D. It is Monday, January 31st, a sunny and cold day here in Chicago. We are about to conclude the record-setting month for NFTs. It has been an absolute wild ride of a month. We are fully back and booming, and the times are exciting. It was an action-packed weekend, too, headlined by apes and punks and Justin Bieber. It only took me 37 shows to get Justin Bieber here. I would have taken the under, but we're excited. It's a lot to cover on the docket here for today. We're going to hit Open Seas Record Month and the biggest winners. We're going to talk Board Ape Yacht Club and their latest record sales. Justin Bieber, the new NFT tastemaker. We're going to talk some punks action in the big sale over the weekend. Then we're going to hit Treasure Trove and their big announcement. Then we'll get into our rotating segments. We're going to hit the weekend market movers from IC Tools, check in on the PFP and Art Blocks floors, look at a few new NFT products, including Rentable and the SOS market, and then quickly touch on a few upcoming drops for this week. Ton to cover. Sound good? All right, let's get started. So first and foremost, we got to go back to our trusty Dune Analytics dashboard here to recap what is closing in on by far our record revenue month for NFTs here. So I'll start in this chart in the top left, showing our monthly volume. Right now we are sitting at 4.8 billion or so on the month. It looks like we'll probably not quite get to the 5 billion mark, but we'll get uh, pretty close. Um, significantly up from our prior months, almost a 2X from December and substantially above our previous all-time high of 3.4 from August, which was peak, peak mania uh, for those who can remember. So it's been an incredible month. There's a lot to unpack from some of these charts here. I think first and foremost, just looking at where we are now from a year ago. So the, the January bar doesn't even register on this chart. I can't even pull it up. February of 2021 was 96 million. So we'll, we'll round up to 100 million. We're up 48X in volume. In, in the past year. So that is definitely significant. You know, we see the, the daily bar charts here uh, in our view on the top right. And, you know, 200 million is kind of like our, our new good day threshold. Previously, I was considering 100 million uh, a, a really solid day for NFT revenue. And now we have, you know, three, six, six days that were pretty close to 200 million, and 150 is pretty much the average. So, Again, really significant volume. Uh, I think what might be the most important data point in this view is the OpenSea monthly active traders. So the unique traders who've done at least one transaction, we're up at 540,000 traders here uh, in the month of January who've done at least one transaction. That's up almost 200,000 from December, which was 360. And then again, let's take a look at last year. Last February, 15,000 unique traders. So we are up, uh, what, 30, 35X on that. Uh, and we see then on our far right, just the parabolic increase in, in total cumulative users up around 1.6 million. So the numbers look good. It looks like we're really just getting started. And clearly there's been a lot of new in entries, new users into the market. Um, so who's been the primary beneficiaries? beneficiaries? Who's Who won? January. So I thought for today, let's take a look at the Crypto Slam view uh, of the market. I like their view because they have all the different blockchains, not just Ethereum. 
Uh, you can filter by all time. We're going to take a look at the 30 day here. Should be no surprise to anyone who follows the MT markets, but number one and number two, Board AP Yacht Club and the Mutant AP Yacht Club, 500 million in sales. Their volume's up 80% and 60% on the month. Just the absolute head and shoulders above the rest winner of the month. But Azuki's right there with them, coming in at $211 million revenue on the month. You know, I want to be very clear. Azuki's minted 19 days ago. This product is less than three weeks old, and they've done $200 million in revenue. They're already third on the board on the month. If you filter over to all time, they're 13th. They're already the 13th highest grossing project in just 19 days. So certainly that's something I'm taking note of. Uh, we have not, this is really unprecedented growth for a new project. And granted, we're in a, a hyper bull market right now. There's huge tailwinds, but I mean, no product has done this type of revenue. They're almost at a 10 ETH floor here in less than three weeks. So certainly that product has my, my full attention. Rounding out a, a few of the other big winners, Clonex, we'll touch on them. They won the weekend as well. They came in at 150 million on the month. Axie down number five. They are the number one all-time uh, project still right now. Punks at six. They've since resurged here in the past few weeks. That helped them. The doodles are back. Phantom Bears had a, a really nice run, even though they've tailed off a bit, kind of on that Asia influence and Asia narrative here. Sandbox, always a big player. And then Hate Prime, another big winner of the month. A, a new project come, that came out just a few weeks ago and already $75 million. Um, so I think a, a few takeaways from this board, clearly the top is, you know, what we'll consider the, the blue chips, the, the highest or the best performing top highest floor prices products that are out there. The blue chips have definitely been winning this month, but also some new entries. So Azuki, new project, Hate Prime, new project, Prime Ape was, I want to say they came out end of December, still relatively new. Little Heroes also new. And then if we get down into the, the 21 through 25, CryptoBats, KillerGF, also new products. So, you know, 20 to 30% of the top 25 are new projects. So that's the, you know, the new money chasing some of the new, new trends, the hot new items is, is certainly another theme that we're seeing here. But certainly uh, just a really fun month to participate in and, and report on. All right, well, let's dive deeper into the the weekend that Board Ape Yacht Club had. So just yesterday, we saw the new all-time high sale for Board Apes. It was at 1,080 Ethereum. Uh, I want to say around $2.7, $2.8 million. For this gold ape, um, you see the bathrobe. It was bought by Deepak, who is the, one of the founders of Chain Protocol and has famously entered the ape market in the, in the past four to six weeks. He's swept floors. Uh, his profile picture is the astronaut laser eye ape that uh, he bought from John Knopf that really kind of helps level up the apes. He's been certainly a big contributor. So he has now you know, really cemented himself as a top holder for apes. And that really set off a run. So right after that, with about two and a half hours later, we saw two gold ape uh, packages sell for 800 ETH each. So I believe this was the board ape as well as two mutants that were tied to the ape and the 
the corresponding BAKC dog as well. Um, so not just the ape selling for 400 for 800, but the full package, but still um, some of the highest sales that we've seen uh, most certainly. And then, I mean, the icing on the cake, this, this happened yesterday, but just kind of walking back the timeline. If we take a look at, at some of the, the top sales uh, here on the open C page, this seemingly floor ape here, this, the black tea, the sad eyes, it sold for 500 ETH on Saturday and the buyer, Justin Bieber. So Bieber opened up a wallet. He bought a doodle and then he came in and made a huge splash with the board apes. He bought that five, he bought that ape for 500 ETH. You know, there was a lot of speculation on Twitter. That this was an inside deal. The ape had been previously listed at 350. It was relisted just an hour before Justin bought it for 500 ETH. Um, but man, what a sell for that, that seller. Also, the serial on this is 3001, which apparently Bieber's birthday is March 1st, um, which I should have known as a, as a fairly hardcore Bieber fan myself. Um, but now this is sending anyone who's got the 3001 serial number into a frenzy. And we're seeing a lot of listings at that 500. But, you know, we were all curious, is Bieber just making a splash? You know, is he coming in? He just liked this ape. You know, kind of what was going on behind the scenes? Well, he posted on Instagram here this morning um, and has some of the song lyrics here. What if you had it all but nobody to call? Um, I, I'm blanking on the name of that song. I know it's one of his recent hits, but he's now touting his board ape on his Instagram page. So certainly uh, going to get some tons of views, tons of likes here uh, from the Beebs. So big, big splash for the Beebs. It'll be interesting to see if this if he stops here or if he keeps playing, but certainly he uh, he got the market into a frenzy. That's Bored Apes. We've touched on them quite a bit. Punks also had a, a nice weekend. So one of the highest sales that we've seen, the number 10 all-time high sale came in on or just yesterday at one uh, 1.18 K E, so 1180, right around $3 million for this zombie punk the fifth highest zombie sale the 10th highest sale of all time um, so that's certainly nice to see certainly most of the action that we've seen this month has been closer to the floor we haven't really seen any high-end purchases since uh punk 4156 sold his ape there back in early december which kind of sent the the punks market into that tailspin uh, which it's now pulled out of but then even this morning uh, we saw a really nice floor sweep. So I'm showing the, the punk sales page here. You see all these sales from like that one hour ago, uh, maybe two hours ago, Mark. It was a 19 punk floor sweep, getting that, that floor back up to 85. So certainly the, the apes have pulled ahead, uh, but the, the punk market is responding here too. I think uh, a friend pointed out, you know, What's sharp about sweeping the floors right now for punks is that Larva Labs has come out and said that any of the proceeds from the V1 punks sales are going to be going back into buying uh, from this collection. So I won't go into all the details, but there's a, a prior project. It's not recognized by Larva Labs, but it's considered V1 punks. They've been somewhat flying here in the past week. That floor has risen up to about 15 ETH or so. Um, Larva Labs doesn't recognize that the, the version that we show is the, is the primary punk market. 
Um, but it's but they've committed to continuing to to commit the proceeds back into uh, punk buys. So it'll certainly be interesting. They made their first buy over the weekend. If they continue to do so, that'll be a nice uh, you know net for the for the floors there. All right. Well, that kind of rounds out the punks. The last top news I want to touch on a, a pretty big announcement that came out from Trove. Um, this is from the Treasure Dow team. The Trove Marketplace is the new marketplace that they're launching on Arbitrum. You know, we knew that they were going to accept ETH, that it wouldn't be denominated in Magic, but they made a, a really big announcement here. I'll read the tweet. Wait, some of y'all really thought we'd only be on Arbitrum and they're retweeting Composable Finance, uh, who said, our mural NFT bridge is live. Imagine the limitless potential of Treasure Dow's Arbitrum Marketplace if it could list NFTs from ETH mainnet. It would be magic. Um, so well, what does this mean? Essentially, the, the concept or the idea here is that the Trove Marketplace will reside on Arbitrum, which is an L2 roll-up, but it will be able to connect to marketplaces on L1 Ethereum mainnet, which means that you'll be able to interact on the L2 Arbitrum marketplace and pay L2 gas fees. That's the impact. So gas fees on Arbitrum are like 0 0.002, 0 0.001 ETH, you know, $2, $4 a transaction versus those who are used to transacting on ETH mainnet L1. I was transacting this morning and paying 0.04 to 0.05 ETH you know, per transaction and some peak gas. So we're talking one fiftieth of the gas fees uh, during peak times here. So this is big news. This is the first marketplace that I'm aware of that is potentially going to do this. So I think this could be a real game changer. It uh, is another, you know, driver to, to be bullish on Treasure Dow and everything that they are building. But certainly, uh, they'll need to execute it. And then uh, incentivize listings. So, you know, we've seen how, and usage, we, we've seen how, you know, looks rare is, is incentivizing users, but still isn't really getting the traffic, nearly the traffic that OpenSea is. You know, Trove will certainly have a similar uh, battle to fight, but it will certainly be interesting. And those lower gas prices will be certainly a big incentive. All right, well, that's our top news. Let's go ahead and get into our rotating segments. I'm going to start by taking a look at the weekend market movers here from our friends at IC Tools. We've got the board filtered here by three days. Um, we're going to ignore the two wash trading uh, projects, Terraforms and Mebits. So Clone X, the winner coming in around 20,000 ETH, a huge weekend for them. That four was in single digits just a few days ago. It's up at 17 ETH. Um, just an incredible weekend. Yeah, I want to say it's up close to 80, 90% from a floor price perspective. It wasn't that long ago that these were sitting at a three or four ETH floor. So certainly the Clone X project is one of the biggest winners of the month of January. Anecdotally, it seems like a lot of the money coming from the BAYC and MAYC ecosystem is rotating to Clone X. And I think that's really important for us as traders and investors to follow because that's the, the BAYC ecosystem is where all the money is right now, or certainly a good chunk. So understanding what those buyers and sellers are going to do with their funds is certainly something important to track and certainly one that I'm 
trying to track down and monitor myself. So certainly seems like clone X is a big winner there. Um, Killer GF, one of the big winners of the new anime trend. Um, I don't know if you consider a Zuki anime or not. I think I've, I've seen that it, that it is bucketed in there. We've got Killer GF at 10,800 ETH traded. Um, that floor got around two ETH pre-reveal. On the reveal, it has since dumped a bit, down to about 1.3 ETH the last time I saw, but certainly some, some massive volume for that project. I'm going to skip Azuki's comeback. Lives of Asuna, another anime project from a, a big artist. They came in at 4,700 ETH on the weekend. That floor got as high as around 2.88 Saturday night. It's sitting around 2.2. We've got the public sale for the remaining 2,000. It's a raffle, but that, that raffle whitelist will be going here in an hour or so. So the full supply should come out here today, and it'll be interesting to watch uh, the, the price action from there. I think we, we can expect you know, potentially a, a short drop, but I think there's also some pent-up demand on the sidelines. So I wouldn't be surprised if this one uh, rebounds fairly quickly. And then, of course, ahead of the big reveal. So the reveal will be huge for the lives of a sooner project as well. And then Zipsy, super normal, another project in that class. They did 4,300 ETH on the weekend. And that floor is still sitting pretty high in the, in the upper twos. I skipped over Azuki. Uh, we covered them at the beginning of the show. They've continued just to be really strong. Nearly 10,000 ETH over the weekend. The floor is knocking on the door of 10. It's around 9.5, 9.6. But what's striking me about that product is the mid-range, the mid-tiers are all just getting gobbled up. It's, it's getting very difficult to find any of the more elite or the rare Azukis for less than 20 ETH, um, which is a good sign of this product. Uh, potentially leveling up here again soon but it again just tremendous volume for that project and so and so early we touched on i guess bakc i haven't really touched on them so board ap yacht club is at 117 floor right now the mutants are at 25 the dogs bakc is up to 12 which uh, i never would have expected in 100 years for that dog floor to get this high uh, but they're also included in the ape token so they're a part of the hype uh, and the market demand is also, you know, rotating down to them. It seems like they're kind of pegged at 50% of the mutant floor price, and mutants are pegged at about 20% of the apes are, the, are kind of the ratios that I've been tracking. A few new products that are also have been de- dominating headlines this weekend. So Monster Ape Club came out yesterday at 0.2 or 0.25 net. It ran up to about 0.8 floor, almost 4,000 ETH. Gurley's NFT. Uh, a project kind of writing the the female NFT narrative right now, which have all that whole index has been doing really well. Uh, this one came from a 15 year old uh, girl artist. This one came out of the gate and got to like a 0.334 on some solid volume here at 3,000 ETH. Um, the crypto chicks had a big week and they ran up into the twos. Uh, the, the crypto covens ran up a bit and came down. Uh, Boss Beauties, another female product that had a, a really strong uh, weekend here. And then Cyber Kongs VX, uh, the whole Kongs ecosystem had a pretty strong eco, pretty strong weekend, but with a drop yesterday. I want to say the Kongs VX floor got into the mid fours before dropping. Well, they announced their play and collect uh, announcement 
staking DeFi mechanisms here, here uh, just yesterday. So I won't go into full details on this announcement, um, but as I understand it, <coughs> there are new NFTs that you can get from staking the, the baby Kongs. Now that you can go on adventures, kind of a, a P2E play to earn mechanic to get uh, this, the loot called Kongium. Uh, and there's additional benefits for their banana token. So certainly their banana token had a good weekend. I think it went up two or three X at one point, I think before also selling off a bit yesterday. Um, and they announced it's going to be played on Polygon. So uh, I'm certainly not an expert in this ecosystem. I don't own any of these NFTs. I know a lot of sharp folks do. If you're interested in this, uh, we'll, we'll post this link in the show notes for folks to, to dive in to a little bit more detail about what the Kongs have announced here. All right. Um, well, that covers most of the weekend movers. Let's go ahead and get into one of ones. So the biggest story of the weekend, it really came right after our show on Friday, but Searlight accepted an offer almost off the gun here on a new piece he minted. It's called Town Square. Three heroes hanging out in the town square. One of them seems to have stopped for a potion vending machine. Um, so it's got his classic style with the animated background. The vending machine is also an iconic you know, piece of Seer Light's uh, pieces and his overall collections. Um, here you also had kind of the, the tie in to the game. Who will you play as here with a few options? So the, the, the buyer artifaction, 120 ETH bid got accepted almost 300,000. Um, just really goes to show that Searlight is quickly becoming top three. I'd say definitely top five, maybe top three uh, crypto artist, digital artist right now with uh, the prices he's consistently able to command. Um, also a big weekend for his pet project, Capsule House. Um, so that product has been doing really well. The four doubled in the past week from about two ETH to four before retracing a bit here in the last 24 hours. Um, but the big news is the hatcheting. So the first PFPs are coming today. Today is the reveal for the yokai set. So the yokais, I don't know the, the numbers right off the top of my head. I want to say about 15% to 18% of the total supply uh, are of the, the yokais. So those owners will be able to trade in their NFTs for these new PFPs. Um, so there's been a lot of anticipation on this. We've seen a lot of hype, a lot of previews for what these will look like. It'll be very interesting to see how the market values these, but it certainly um, looks to be some of the best art that we've seen for PFPs you know, in, in the past year or so. Uh, there was one other big announcement. I'll see if I can scroll down and find it. Uh, here we go. Uh, the ultra rare golden backgrounds. So there's another uh, specific class or, or set of capsules called mythics. And those, it was just announced yesterday, will receive a golden background. Um, so in, increased incentives for more of the elite sets. And there's clearly going to be a lot of differences and disparities across this set. So uh, Clearly, this team has a lot planned. It'll be exciting to see how this all kind of goes down here today. 
All right, so that's one-on-ones. Let's go ahead and check in on the floor prices. You know, we've, we've alluded to a lot of these um, already in the show. I'm going to focus on the 30-day change just so folks can get a sense of what this month has really looked like. So Ford Ape Yacht Club, top of the board, 117 floor, up 72% on the month. Kong's Genesis, up at 104 ETH, 76% uh, increase this month. The Punks at 84, up 25% on the month. As we get down into the next tier, the Mutant Apes up 96% on the month at a 27th ETH floor. Clone X up 300% on the month, 17.75. Cool Cats up 77%, up at 15.8 ahead of their Cool Pets drop later today. We've got the Doodles still staying neck and neck with Cool Cats up 130% on the month at 15. I thought those were overheated at 8 and 10. They briefly uh, retraced into the nines and then rocketed right back up. Um, maybe on the Justin Bieber news when he bought his doodle Saturday, that seemed to be one of the drivers, uh, but, but certainly there's more to it uh, as well. We talked about BAKC up 140% on the month at 12. We got the Cyber Kongs. This is more like the Baby Kongs. They're up 88% up at 10. World of Women up 360% at nine. Uh, let's keep scrolling through just a few more. Gutter Cats, uh, one of the lower winners, only 11% up at 7.4 on the, on the month. Dead Fellas up 170%. Um, and then, sadly, got to check in on the Cryptodes. 3.4, only up 3% on the month. So certainly not increasing nearly as much as some of these other blue chip or higher end projects are. Um, and then quickly shout out to the Capsule House. You know, they're sitting at 3.1 down from four, but still up 675% on the month. So great month for them. I'll quickly go through some of the art blocks for us. We're seeing a little bit of a pickup in art blocks action, but still not that much, not that much to really get too excited about just yet. I think it remains to be seen if this PFP project money will rotate into generative art. I'm still bearish if that's going to happen, um, but certainly still a market I follow. So Fidenza's down 5% on the month. 71. Elevate Deconstruction is down 33% at 50. Ringers at 40, down 18% on the month. Let's go through just a few more. Unigrids up 26%, so some green. Like to see that. Archetypes down 17%. Subscapes down 20%. Um, Chromie Squiggles up 15%. So those had a nice run. They ran up to around 9.5 uh, before the undercutters came in. So those came back down to earth about, at about 84. I do want to remind folks that we've got uh, a a new curated drop today. Oh, it's actually live right now. Uh, let's check in. So this is screens from Thomas Lynn Peterson. Uh, I'm going to refresh. It looks like 35 or so have been minted out of a thousand. Um, and it looks to be at the 1.75 price point. Um, so you see it's a Dutch auction. It'll continue to, to go down every five minutes or so. Um, I'm a little surprised in this market that we haven't seen a little more, a few more buys than this. Um, this artist again has done a factory drop called Rapture that was pretty well received by the market. It was it was released in peak August mania, came out like a four e floor before dropping. Um, but this is a known artist that several people follow, so I imagine we'll we'll start to see some buying action here, uh, probably around the 1.25 one ETH levels, but certainly we'll be watching. All right, that's the floor prices. I want to end the show by touching on a few new products that have come out in the last week or so. So 9x9, he's the founder of the SOS DAO. 
um, OpenDAO, the, the SOS token. He just announced a new prediction market called SOS Market. It's definitely in beta. Um, I haven't interacted with the platform that much yet, um, but here you see their first example or use case. Will the BAYC floor stay above 80 ETH by the end of January? Uh, of course, that looks pretty obvious right now. Um, so this is a new prediction market where you can bet essentially on some of these outcomes. Um, it looks like they use their own token called the Polk, P-O-L-K uh, token to allow you to, to make those bets. Certainly this new trend of prediction markets, uh, I've heard anecdotally a few different DAOs are potentially working on. So I'll be curious if we see a bit of an influx on these. Certainly this is a way for users with lower bankrolls to be able to bet on or against these projects. So that definitely is an interesting concept to me. Um, you know, I'd love to be able to bet on BAYC upside right now, uh, you know, without putting up 116 ETH. So if there's a marketplace like this where I could do that with a decent return, certainly something uh, that I'd be interested in. And then another, I, another new product is called Rentable. Uh, just came across, you know, my radar last week. Um, it's, Rentable, the renting protocol for NFTs. Uh, I'll just go ahead and, and scroll through their post. Um, basically, I think this chart is probably the best to explain it. So basically, an owner is able to list their NFTs to be rented. Uh, they'll get a token, essentially a proof of ownership. <clears throat> the person who rents the token we'll get a wrapped version of that. So let's say I own a CryptoPunk and I want to rent it out. Um, I can essentially list a price in a time period that I'm willing to rent that out for. And then if a user decides to rent it, they're able to do so. They'll get a wrapped version of that. They're able to use it as their PFP, uh, you know, for Twitter in the hexagon for as long as that rental period is. Uh, it seems like they're also able to sub-rent uh, that NFT as well, since it'll be, you know, a token that can be transferred. Uh, and then at the end of the listing, that'll expire and go back to the original owner, who, uh, again, will, will always keep uh, a proof of ownership token uh, in their wall that they can have and, and, and share and show. And then they'll earn the, the, the Y token here, which is essentially the rental fees on renting out the NFT. So a way to to earn some passive income on your, let's say, higher price NFTs, you know, without selling them. So certainly like that idea, I'll be interested if there's a real market for that and if users are really interested in renting out NFTs. But I could see, you know, there's several NFT events um, going on this year. You know, the two or three day we had NFT in New York City last week, last year, uh, we had Art Basel down in Miami. I want to say there's like 12 to 20 different NFT events here this year. I could see folks wanting to rent a CryptoPunk or a Board Ape just for the weekend ahead of a conference or event like that potentially. So it'll be very interesting to see, you know, what the what the market volumes in revenue that this product gets. But certainly we continue to see increased financialization and innovation in this space and certainly interesting to watch. All right, well, that pretty much wraps it up. Um, a few upcoming drops today. On Friday show, we covered several for today. We've got the Metascapes. Uh, that pre-sale is live right now. Uh, the public sale is coming on February 2nd. 
We've got Eponyms Epiheroes is going live today. Uh, I don't have the time offhand, so go ahead and check that one out. And then the Cool Cats Cool Pets was supposed to be going live during the show. It has since got delayed right now. It's looking like it's going to be around 5 p.m. Eastern today. Uh, there's going to be a lot of hype around that. Um, that is for the allow list here today at 5 p.m. Tomorrow it will be the public sale unless it gets delayed again. Um, so certainly we'll be paying attention to that. But that pretty much covers it. That is our show for today. Thanks to our listeners and viewers for tuning in. Join Brett Ritchie and myself this Friday as we break down the week's action in NFTs. Till then, stay safe out there. Let's hope this NFT bull market rages on into February. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.